Let us pray. Our Heavenly Father, we are so grateful for this money that you have given us. We have come to hear from you. Bless this time that you want to listen from your word. Speak to each one of us. Bless your congregation. Let each one of us benefit from your word so that we may keep standing firm in whatever time we go through. We are so grateful that you are in our midst. Let each one of us feel your presence. In Jesus' name I pray it. Amen. You may be seated. The scripture we read last time in the gospel according to John chapter 16, verse 12, Jesus told his disciples that he has much more to say to them, more than they can not bear. Very true in a sense that their separation would be so tragic. Today, I want to focus our meditation on how Jesus continued to prepare the 12 by revealing the outcome of the grief turning to joy, like a movie beginning with sorrow, but at the end, a lot of excitement and joy. In a little while, you will see me no more. That statement led the 12 wondering where their master will go. What time the separation would take? Where is he heading? Which means of transportation their master will use? Honestly, they had no clue that their master will be condemned, crucified, treated as a criminal, so to speak. Again, he told them, a little while, you will see me. I guess the disciples were curious to know how the return of their master would look like. Where will he come from? 
Indeed, the cross anticipates the glorious resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ. The two events, I mean the cross and the the resurrection, summarized what Christ was trying to reveal to his disciples. The crucifixion of our Lord Jesus Christ and his death. What a dark moment for those he spent three years with. Teaching, performing miracles, feeding thousands of people, then willingly letting humiliation and all kind of human abuse passing on. It was a shock. Was a shock. We do have stories of young children who experienced the torture of their father or their parents in civil war contexts. Those children, when they grow up, they are so seriously wounded because they could not understand how a father, a parent, or a mother could such go through torture helpless. It was the same. Jesus Christ, their master, the one who performed miracles, the one who healed, the one who raised people from the tomb, the one who spoke to the wind, the one who was in control of everything at an instant he lied down everything, he's going through humiliation. It was really a tragic moment the disciples were going through They were hopeless, in trouble, much worried for their future. They were grieving. While preparing his, the disciples towards what they, their core requires, our Lord Jesus Christ told the twelve that the period between his departure and the coming of the Holy Spirit will not be easy for them. That little while, it was like a long, long period of suffering. They are going to face trial Therefore, a period of sorrow is mandatory simply because they believed in him. They were his followers. The great 
need of a comforter. The great need of the Holy Spirit was felt. The great need of someone to remain with them was much felt. The good news is that their grief will turn to joy. Praise be to God. Brethren, as Christ followers, we do grief in many ways. Believers and non-believers go through tragic events. Listen. How as believers do we behave? What is our attitude when we are in trouble? I guess our attitude depends on how we connect with our Lord Jesus Christ when we are in trouble. The one who declared that I will see you again and you will rejoice. And no one will take away your joy. He remains with us. He is with us to the very end of the age, according to the scripture. We are not alone. We are with the Lord who went through suffering and who know really how to handle the issues we are going through. This is the assurance that should keep us confident no matter situation we are going through. In particular, there are difficult, there are difficult situations we go through due to our stance as Christian, like persecution, prejudice, discrimination, and so forth. In our context, I mean the place we are, there is no persecution. But we are surrounded by the cultural systems which are totally disconnected from our kingdom values. And they put pressure on our stand In order to navigate through that dilemma, we really need the Holy Spirit. Brethren, as long as we don't have quality time to nurture our souls with meditation on God's word, prayer times as individuals, and of course being in touch with our fellow 
God-fearing, the counterculture of the Christian life is so affecting our Christian life. How do we stand firm? How do we keep our stand? And pray for our fellow friends in love with compassion. We do need Lily to develop a habit of, to connect with our Lord Jesus Christ as much as we can. How does keeping our focus on our values as Christians, is it preparing us to stand in dark moments? How does weeping prepare us for the joy to come? Romans chapter 8, verse 24 and 25 says that for in this hope we are saved. But hope is seen, hope that is seen is not hope at all. But if we hope for that we do not yet have, we wait for it patiently. Therefore, Hope is our virtue as believers. We live in hope. Whatever current situation we are going through is not the end. The future is bright with the support of our Holy Spirit. No one will take away your joy. The second chapter of the book of Acts narrates the coming of the Holy Spirit who will enable the disciple to witness Christ without fear. The after a while you will see me was fulfilled. The no one will take away your joy was accomplished. Brethren, we may feel depressed by what surrounds us, the current pandemic, loneliness, sickness. Let all our worries be addressed to the Lord who invites us when he said, take heart, I have overcome the world. The Lord Jesus Christ will not keep us, leave us alone. He's with us. He stands with us. He's in control. He's in charge. We may not feel his presence with our emotion, 
but let us stand through his promise. We are never alone. He's with us. And he's in charge. He's in control. Let us pray. Precious Father, we are so grateful that through your word you have let us know that we may go through trouble what insurance that you say that we take heart you have overcome the world come and speak to each one of us sustain us in whatever struggle we are going through and let us trust and believe in your word so that we keep on moving being ensured that no one will take away our joy let us delight in your word and let us delight in your presence and let us keep us give us this burning heart to seek you and stay with you you are our loving father you know the way out the present might be not good but the future is bright we trust you and we bless your name your name be with us and speak to you and of us in jesus name i prayed